Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about if a treatment is best for most people, whether or not that treatment is really best for a runner. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. Everyone is different. Now, the idea that one given treatment will work for one condition when the people are different is absurd. Runners are different than normal people, and risks of certain treatments are much higher for runners than they are for other people. And some treatments that are not risky at all for a runner might actually be very risky for the average non-runner. Let me give you a couple of examples. Now, the first one is a fracture walking boot. I talk a lot about fracture walking boots and how I really think they're overused for runners because I do think they're overused for runners. Wearing a fracture walking boot isn't really risky for a normal person. Yes, if a normal, non-active, non-runner wears a fracture walking boot for four weeks or six weeks or, God forbid, 12 weeks, they have the same risk of getting weakness, stiffness, loss of neuromuscular connections as everyone else, including you, a runner. But they won't notice the trouble that happens from wearing a boot for that long. They're not going to run. However, you as a runner, once you get done with the fracture walking boot, you as a healed runner are most likely going to want to run and apply higher forces with much greater frequency than the average non-athletic person. So that exact same treatment may be risky for you as a runner, even though your doctor prescribes that treatment for four weeks or six weeks or 12 weeks, the same as for everyone else. And that is true even if your doctor prescribes that boot for the same length of time for everyone else with that type of fracture or that type of tendonitis, that injury who comes into that doctor's office. Another example is early range of motion. Early range of motion is one of the primary strategies and one of the true keys and sort of secret weapons to getting back to running quickly. Now, since I do consultations with runners and I prefer working with runners more than anything else, I think runners have an advantage in healing. I personally believe that all the running you've done for the last number of years has primed your body to heal and simply perform better physiologically than the average non-runner. Now, if that's true, it just stands to reason that you should be able to move your injured foot, your ankle, whatever it is that's injured sooner than someone who does not heal and does not recover as quickly as you do. So if you are a little bit more healed when you're just a few weeks into your recovery, you can actually move your foot and ankle a little bit more without any real risk. If you're a normal non-runner and you haven't really healed as much in that same timeline, but you start moving your foot and ankle too much too early, well, it will cause trouble. And that's a scenario where at the exact same point in time after the injury, after you've been wearing a fracture walking boot, after you've been in a cast or you've just been taking it easy, it might not be risky for you as a runner, but it might be risky for somebody that's not as healthy as you. The main point of this is that you really have to be aware of this and you have to be aware of standard treatments, standard protocols, 
any pre-written instruction sheets that you get handed in a in an office with specific instructions for a specific injury or a specific condition you just have to understand and be sure that they aren't specific for a runner or for you those are written for somebody else they're not written for runners they're written for normal people people who aren't going to run so then you have to start asking questions Get the Recovering Runner's Goal worksheet that I made for you. It's on the Doc on the Run podcast section of uh, Doc on the Run website. You just go to this episode, go to the bottom of the page. It's there. It's a PDF. You can print it out. It's free, but it really will help you you know, make more specific questions to really prod your doctor on how you can avoid these things by figuring out when the treatment is better for you if you're healing ahead of schedule. If you're healing ahead of schedule and you start doing things ahead of schedule, of course, you will get back to running ahead of schedule. So go print out that worksheet and get back on track. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me and then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.